welcome to 15K Plus Random Movie Reviews, where we take random movies from Metacritic's 15K Plus Movies to randomly watch whether we like it or not. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of 15K Plus Random Movie Reviews. This is Colin. And this is Niall. And this is Random Movie 11,292. It's The Lady Killers from 2004. It's got a meta score of 56 and a user score of 5.9. Runs for 104 minutes. Had a box office or a budget, sorry, of 35 million. And it's brought in at the box office 76.7 million. Directed by the Coen Brothers, written by the Coen Brothers, obviously based on the 1955 movie of the same name. Uh, obviously, the Coen Brothers have a large oeuvre of classics. What's your favorite Coen Brothers movie? Oh, I did like Blood Simple, their first, um, but uh, The Big Lebowski, I suppose, has to be. Yeah, yeah. Fargo is up there too for oh, me. Well, yeah. They're, 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 they are mostly fantastic. Yeah. Uh, until we talk about this one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, just one person that I wanted to mention is the cinematographer Roger Deakins, who I don't know, nothing really stood out for me here, but he was a cinematographer for Shawshank and got an his first Oscar for Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Um, Not bad. A while Not ago. Bad. Not bad. Yeah, good. Obviously, cinematography for Blade Runner is pretty cool, and Shawshank was. It is my favorite movie of all time, so I had to mention that uh, at the you start. You and several or a million. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm a bit predictable like that. <laughs> hey, listen, it's, it's, it is a damn good movie. Yeah. So I'll, I'll nutshell this one. Uh, a bunch of con men stay in an old lady's place so that they can tunnel to a casino from her basement. The end. Yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it, right? Yeah, you know, it's the same story as the original <clears throat> 1955. It's almost the same story uh down to each scene as well which is not necessarily a bad thing because the original i don't know if you've seen the original um i seen it some 20 odd years ago fantastic movie i uh yeah i watched it i remember watching it and then i watched a couple of clips there there this evening actually and immediately i just said this is so much better it even it was just a random clip as well and it was just alec guinness peter sellers like, I did a comparison between the actors. Like, see, obviously, you've got Tom Hanks matching up mm. with Alec Guinness. In yeah. my eyes, that's not too much of an imbalance because um, mm. Tom Hanks is top class. Yeah. But then <laughs> you've Marlon Wayans up against Peter Sellers. No, uh, no, no, that ain't, that ain't it. It's not a like for like comparison, and. That's kind of where we see. I start seeing problems with this movie because every movie I've seen with Marlon Wayne, straight away I go, "Oh crap, <laughs> this is going to be rubbish." Now, in fairness, this is not rubbish, but no, he does not add much to this movie. In fact, he does the opposite. Yeah, he's a pretty pl- problematic character in this for me. Just not, not good. No. Sorry, but, anyway, uh, I shouldn't be getting into the talking about acting at the very start, but I just I want to no, just draw I, a comparison between this and the other movie. I think it's important too, though, because I think the lead role is a very important part of this movie, mm. and Alec Guinness's British accent and way of 
carrying himself like some sort of Nosferatu type yeah. character. Uh, He's substantially it, more sinister than yeah. Tom Hanks could ever be, to be honest. <laughs> He's too yeah. nice. Um, and, and he's very and, nice in this and very, not, you know, a tiny bit of sinister to him, but I, I don't know if he was the right choice as the lead in this. I'd never say anything bad about Tom Hanks as an actor, but sometimes roles don't suit people. And I think that's just the case here. Yeah, he overplays it sometimes too. Like, I read that, that he had. The little laugh really annoyed The me. laugh. Oh. The laugh. The laugh was bad, really but bad. I re- I read um, that he hadn't seen the original before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, intentionally didn't it. want to be influenced. Perhaps he should have. <laughs> I think he probably should have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we finished. We start off with um, a sort of a gospel intro, and you get a couple of gospel songs through the movie, which are quite nice. But very Coen Brothers. The the the, the whole music, the music yeah. scene, the whole way through. It's very Coen. Yeah, the the composer dude uh, is the same one for all the movies, yeah. so I can't remember his name, but uh, it's the same same dude. Uh, we meet um, Miss Miss Marva Munson, played by Irma P. Hall, going into the police station, and I think it sort of bookends the entire movie. She goes in, yeah. says a lot of stuff, and the police guys are just going, yeah, whatever, yeah, just whatever you whatever you yeah, say. Yeah, she's given out about some lad down the road with a boombox playing his hippity hoppity music. Hippity hoppity. Uh, <laughs> And it was upsetting her husband, who's been dead for, was it 20 years, 30 years? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, and the cops are like, uh-huh, yeah, oh, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get right on that. Yeah, so it's, um, that's, yeah, it mirrors perfectly near the end of it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But then, obviously, we go straight into the intro of, of Tom Hanks, Professor Dore. Um, to her, as obviously, she, he's looking for a place to stay. It really wasn't that memorable the, the meeting you know i just uh, this is just bland yes very bland and his character doesn't strike like the first scene in in the 1955 version where alec guinness that it's not as as you say it's memorable it's just me yeah and that's the one i saw that's the clip i saw today and you know the 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 lady that played the actress she i think she got a bit a bafta back in 55 for i can't remember her name but she's she's just more memorable too she's got the she's a stereotypical british this is a british movie and pr- trying to be redone yeah. here's, here's here's where me and you might disagree because I, I think that the, the the lady in this one is actually one of the best yeah, yeah. roles in this movie yeah yeah compared to the rest of the cast yeah and she she got the most nominations too for awards for uh for this movie no, none of the other actors did and that obviously mirrors what you're saying yeah, I don't think anybody deserved anything. To be honest, they, they were lackluster. No. Like J.K. Simmons has moments of being J.K. Yeah. Simmons, which I love, yeah. um, but it's not enough. No, 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 it's not. It's and that's and that actually um, segues nicely into the next couple of scenes because it basically gives us very very quick. Uh, intros yeah. to the rest of the crew and it just doesn't do much 15 seconds montage on each um like i, I did enjoy the dog half suffocating on uh world war two gas masks as jk simmons says easiest thing in the world easiest thing in the world yeah yeah so marlon wayans uh whose character's name is gawain maxam uh, jk simmons character is garth pancake which is a good good name great name uh, 
Ma plays the general and Lump Hudson, which is a very apt name for an actor in this role, <laughs> plays Regan Hurst or Ryan Hurst. I'm sorry. So, of course, through all of those. I, th- I think you got that the wrong way around. It's, the character's name is Lump. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. That would have been I awesome. was wondering. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we see yeah, Jacob Simmons, the pet handler. Ryan's the casino guy. He's the inside man. The footballer, Ryan uh, He's Lump Hudson. He's the muscle. It's actually a pretty okay scene. His point of view in his football amateur. I actually game. enjoyed that scene, yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, again, it's 15 seconds. There isn't a whole heap of character development. Uh, to be honest, it's kind of similar to the original movie in that respect. It's, it's quick, bang, bang, bang. These are the guys that he's setting up. I, because I don't think the rest of the crew other than you know the uh the professor are all that important in the movie weirdly no but it's they don't they, like the general and lump barely talk during the movie yeah. and even in just one of the clips i saw of the 55 movie tonight the lump actor equivalent when she uh comes down into the basement or comes into the room in the 55 movie he's she asks him a question and then he answers quite, you know, like logically, but slowly, but he's not as stereotypically, you know, mentally challenged. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit, it was very ham. A little bit too much. Like mouth agape constantly looking into the distance. I think, I don't know. It felt unlike any Cohen brother character. I, can remember it's just mr very... mr pancake is very converter yes like and, and that i like but you're right lump is lazy from the converters right here yeah so i would say that and then even the general he doesn't really do anything like he's a good character to start like he puts his fingers up the guy's nose fingers <laughs> up the guy's nose that's awesome uh but yeah. then after that and the cigarette swallowing stuff beyond that yeah. the character doesn't exist no no so it's there's a lot of lost um, lost potential there to yeah. actually to generate those characters a little bit more and uh, yeah Garth Pancake is a Coen brother character and he gets more most of the screen time and most of the dialogue other than Professor Door. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they, well, they, unfortunately they, um, Wayne um, mm. gets in there too much, Mister Wayne, as well. He's quite a lot of screen time and quite a lot of dialogue, which none of it hits the mark yeah i think it was it must have been around his quasi scary movie type thing and the coen brothers went yeah let's jump on board here and get him yeah. on board you know he's, he's riding a bit of a wave maybe but yeah he's terrible the character's terrible uh so you know in the movie it's it's really hard like i, I probably wrote the least amount for a movie in a long time in my notes uh First, they, they, they gather together for a first rehearsal, and so then we get the whole overview of the, the mission. So we're like, it's a couple of minutes sort of clarification of why they're here and what's, you know, they're going to be making a tunnel to the casino. And, you know, there's a lot of sort of, this is what we're going to do for the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And the needful exposition of what, what, what why they're pretending to be... Um, practicing classical music in this lady's basement um but just little to the scene that adds more than information as to what's happening yeah 
Yeah, so at some point, yeah, she brings the no hippity hop to Wayne's and he gets a slapping in the basement when she comes down. Yeah. That's sort of, he's got the whole generic, stereotypical shocked face when he when he gets slapped. It's sort of like, it's yeah, this a, should be funnier. It's one emotion in any movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, until Wayans gets fired from the casino, is there any uh, memorable stuff for you in between the first rehearsal? Uh, but, but, uh, maybe the one scene where she's sitting with Tom Hanks, the lady mm. is sitting with Tom Hanks mm. and they're having a chit-chat about Gumpf in general, but then she keeps referring to her husband and they keep looking at the picture of uh, her husband looking uh, judgingly down on the pair of them. And that come, yeah. they come back to that a few times. And that, that actually, you know, it's not a bad little scene. But Yeah, all I wrote in from that scene was gone 20 years. That's what she said. So yeah, it was yeah. Like, I don't know. It, just, it could have been a bit more emotionally driven, you know. Uh, yeah, just it just another. It was one of those flat moments for me. But, yeah, it's, it's, it, was, it was okay. Um, so, yeah, Gawain, Marlon Wayne's character, gets fired. It's... That set up, sets up a Waffle House meeting, which is quite memorable, I Waffle guess. Waffle Hut, that's very been... Waffle Hut, sorry. You don't want to upset the people at Waffle House. Yeah, Waffle Hut. Um, and then, yeah, so um, Garth Pancake brings his... <laughs> gir- brought his br- you brought your bitch, for, as, as a quote from the movie. That's not me saying it. Yep, uh, I have that quoted as well. Um, Mountain Girl. Mountain Girl, yeah. Oh, by the way, the, um, the manager... Of Wayans and the oh. casino is Fuchs from Barry. I don't know if you've seen Barry, the TV show. No, but um, he's ably played by Mr. Stephen Root, who has done a bunch of excellent characters in the past. The uh, Office Space being one. Um, oh yeah, a stapler. Um, <laughs> a swing line stapler. Yes, the one, the red swing line, and yeah. memorably in um, Dodgeball as well. He's one of my favorite characters in that movie, which you probably hate actually. Um, I don't remember watching it because I don't watch Vince Vaughn movies. Yeah, he's in yeah. that, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But he's Mister Mister Root is fantastic in that movie. You should uh, you should definitely watch Barry. It's over now. I think it went for four seasons or something. It was amazing. Barry, I never even heard of it. Yeah, no, it's great. It's about a um, serial killer or oh. hitman, and he's his sort of boss but it gets a bit a lot more deeper than that it's really good it's finished it's finished now so you could binge watch it and know it's going to end Sweet. yeah it's got a weird name but um yeah it's it's good um yeah so the waffle meeting was a bit um ah, it was okay it was but yeah we want all your there, there's a confrontation between mr pancake and um gawain over i think gawain using the word bitch over and over again about yeah, his girlfriend. So, guns are pulled. Well, a gun is pulled, and then everybody calms down, and they get back to get back to the job at hand, which is blowing up a rock and getting Gawain's job back. Yeah, where, where yeah. Lump actually says one of the few things he says in this movie, where he says, uh, "To get his job back, can't we just bribe his boss?" And then, <laughs> yeah. and uh, the professor goes, "Huh, yeah." <laughs> Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, before the bribe happens, there's a short sort of scene where Hanks and the lady are meeting and the cop comes to the door oh, and Hanks yeah. disappears up under the bed. And then that adds another layer of 
the cops thinking she's absolutely insane going she's looking under the bed going oh come out come out and the cops what are you doing drinking your tea under there (laughs) yeah like oh god (laughs) i'm out of here bye-bye yeah so um yeah so the um what happens then the explosion happens the first one Oh, Mr. Pancake is showing how safe the C4 is. (laughs) God, you could hit it with a hammer and nothing would happen. Boom. Boom. Bye-bye finger. Cat's off with the finger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This this cat's an important character in this movie, actually. He he witnesses everything and he knows what's going on, effectively. Um, Yeah, that's that's a very Cohen thing. Yeah, yeah. So the, the cat is almost another actor in the movie and he's looking out for the old lady it, yeah. it, i feel anywhere i i think the comb bros are trying to insinuate Do something yeah did that happen in the 55 movie i cannot remember oh no there was parrots there was parrots in the 55 movie there's three parrots and i don't know they they might they have something to do with it i can't remember now i need to watch the real one the original one yeah. again it's, hopefully we'll get it in the next review <laughs> yeah uh so then there's this big gospel segue. This is like um, probably halfway through or something, probably even further. And uh, there's a gospel scene, and at the same time, the drill breaks through to the casino. Yeah. And then we have J.K. Simmons' IBS issues, which... <laughs> which uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, man, we, uh, I got a toilet. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's probably, I like this face, basically, and the fact that I have experience with that <laughs> condition, so <laughs> no, exactly. The last time you broke into a yeah, counting room of a casino, you had the same issue, yeah? <laughs> yeah, 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 um, so, yeah. So, yeah. gotta go. Yeah, so it adds a little bit more tension if there was ever, if there was ever going to be any tension in this movie, probably would have been driven up there, but it wasn't really tense, but it added a bit more, a bit more sort of, I don't know, confusion to the to the whole heist situation yeah they're take, taking the taking the time out to go for um to drop a, a deuce is probably not handy when you're robbing a casino yeah so um they get out of there and they they want to blow up the tunnel then to to they get all the money obviously and then they bring it back through to her basement and they try to explode and say oh shouldn't the tunnel be exploded by now it's like <laughs> no JK has to go back out and she uh, barely gets back out alive with his oh, he's poking eye. he's poking at the um the countdown box with a screwdriver. Then the, his IBS hits him. IBS hits him again. He's <laughs> like, oh and then he pokes Stress. at it some more and then it goes beep. beep yeah, fourteen beep. seconds. Oh <laughs> <clears throat> stress does induce IBS. That's one of the conditions, one of the stressors. Yeah. Um, so then, above all of this, all the stacks of money right there, and then they fl- it flies everywhere, and just uh, then, um, Mrs. Munson she, comes down and goes, "What the hell are you doing?" All of this, they're covered in money. There's lads with shovels with money on it, and there yeah, has been done. a massive explosion underneath her house. So she's just strangely curious about the whole thing. Yeah. So Professor Doors, like, all right, I'll let you know in a minute. Just you know, Chill. trust me. <laughs> chill out and then he goes up and tries to you know spin yeah her yarn and then all of her friends arrive yeah tea ladies yeah the tea ladies all turn up and uh, she has been promising her friends a recital a classical recital which is yeah. kind of problematic for the lads because not one of them can play an instrument um 
but the professor uh, is his normal charming self comes out and says okay why don't i recite some edgar Allan poe to the lot of you yeah and they were like oh that's okay actually yeah yeah you know I, i'd be i'd be okay with it as well I'm kind of a fond uh fond of poe's lyrics if you will yeah and then um wayne's character comes in which is annoying to them because that's their excuse for not doing playing in front of them yeah but that's yeah. glossed over really it is it is they don't really expand on that and which yeah. is probably good because it probably cut a wayne scene out yeah um they all leave and then he's like going i'm gonna tell her the awful truth and so he tells her everything and says listen it's not the end of the world this is bad money or whatever so oh yeah ill-gotten gains from these guys is sinners yeah and don't even worry about it because the insurance companies they'll cover it and um then they'll put one cent on everybody else's premium that are their customers yeah. so don't worry about it. it's one cent you can give it to charity you can have some of it yeah and she she thinks really yeah. yeah then she goes no it's the church or the county jail for you so make your mind up yeah give the money back go to church yeah so of course hanks goes back down to the boys and all right we have to kill her yeah they talk about it for about 30 seconds and then the yeah. general's like the old lady must die the yeah. second line in the entire movie <laughs> uh so they draw stud straws and wayne's character gets it he goes up to try and kill her but he gets flashbacks of his mama yeah which i i i, I don't see but okay fair enough um uh, then he heads back downstairs and Mr. Pancake's like, be a man. Give me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. They have a scrap and um, uh, bye-bye, Gwen. Yeah, bye-bye. Yeah, he's dead. He's, he's very dead. He, yeah, I think Martin, Martin Pancake goes, got to check his carotid artery. <laughs> yeah. yeah another great line for mr simmons and so the first of many barge toss tosses happens body this is a quite a nice shot actually of the body being thrown from the bridge onto the passing barge which seems to be every 10 seconds it's sort of like a cohen-esque sort of mechanic in the in the uh in the movie where this barge just appears out of nowhere every time regularly. you need it I, I, well to be fair to the cones in this one, the exact same sort of mechanic was used in the original movie, but it wasn't a barge; it was a it was a train, um, mm. and the the, the the mechanism for getting rid of bodies and our dirt from the, the tunnel was chucking it off a bridge onto the roof of the train. Right, right, yeah. So yeah, I I saw that scene today of um, when Alec Guinness looks out his window and this massive audio blast comes of a train train going past the window it's really loud anyway um um i think jk and mountain girl are next up to pop yeah because uh as the lads are loading um gawain Mm. into the hearse side the like the hearse they use they carry the instruments around um yeah there's a flashing light from a van and he he runs downstairs grabs the bags of money but he is witnessed by both the professor and the general and the general's quite fond of garroting people yeah. then uh, i like the scene because mountain girl is he opens up the back door mountain and he makes the face and the noise <laughs> yeah and the Mount, ibs face yeah um, mountain girl goes oh ibs then no it's garroting no no 
And so it's that's JK meant to girl off the bridge next. Boom. General gets a short straw next. The uh, <laughs> yeah, it's quite a funny. This is a good death. Uh, attempted murder scene. Yeah, he looks very serious. He goes up the stairs, um, smoking as per usual because in every scene he's smoking. Um, but before he goes into the room with the old lady in it, um, he does his patented c- cigarette swallow. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. hiding in his mouth so the smoke doesn't get out. He sneaks in, gets the garrote out, and just as he's about to uh, do the deed, um, a cuckoo clock with a crucifix instead of a bird starts going mental in the corner, freaks him out. He swallows his cigarette, which is still lit, which is obviously painful. Uh, then he grabs a glass of water, which he thinks is just a glass of water, but actually contains the lady's teeth. That's not great for him. He goes, ah, he runs out the door and then the cat trips him. Yay, cat. Neck breaks. Bye-bye, General. Pickles. Pickles. To the rescue. Good old Pickles. Yeah. So anyway, it's, um, then it's Lump and uh, Professor Door on the bridge. and the, the two uh, lads left now. Two lads left and General goes, you got to do it. Here's the gun. And then... Lump tries to shoot Hanks and there's no bullets. And he goes, turns it around, looks at himself, points the gun at himself, goes, no bullet. No bullet in gun. Bang. Bye-bye, Dead. Lump. Yeah. And then that's like, oh, okay. And then you kind of see this. Oh, at the start. <laughs> yeah, at the start of the movie, the ravens are on these bridge statues as the gospel plays. And then we see this raven on top of the bridge statue and a crack appears in the statue's head. Falls down, hits Professor Dorn in the head, he falls into the next bar. It's, it's quite apt when you think about uh, his love of Edgar Allan Poe. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. Nearly the end. Nearly. Uh, yeah, so obviously, to go come full circle, Mrs. Miss, Miss Munson goes back to the police station and goes, I've got the $1.6 million in my basement. <laughs> the cop's like, yeah, you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's great. Why, why don't you just keep it? You'll be fine. <laughs> give it a <What>? charity. <laughs> yeah. I could give all of it to Chris Brown University, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some dodgy-ass evangelical sort of yeah. scam. scam. Yeah. Yeah, and so you know that's it until Pickles has his last scene. Oh yes, yes, he finished the job. The one he last does. piece that needs to be disposed on the barge. Yeah, Pickles Mr. Pancake's has a, finger. Yeah, Pickles runs from the house, and he drops the finger onto the barge as if Pickles was some superhero, knowledgeable cat of everything in the Cohen universe. I guess he is. Why not? The end. Yep, not a terrible movie um, by any uh, measures. Not, yeah. but not, not up to the standard of the original movie, and not up to the standard of the Coen Brothers' previous works. Yeah, I think with both those things in the background, you're kind of disappointed by it, basically. Oh, uh, yeah. Like I know when this came out originally, I had massively high hopes because I'd heard about it. Then it released, and then I seen the reviews, and I was shocked, to be honest, because. Original movie is one of my favorites growing up. And the Coen Brothers obviously are just fantastic for the most part. Yeah. And then this happens. An, an average movie. <clears throat> yeah, it's an average movie. I gave it two out of five for the plot. What did you give it? Plot, plot. I gave it three because I think the plot is one of the strongest <clears throat> points. 
I just don't think it's executed on well. Yeah, yeah. I kind of gave it below average just because, I don't know, it's... I think the way they executed it made me made it lower. I, I think the plot in general could be an average plot. Obviously, looking back at the 55 movie, I'd probably give it more because it's executed better. But I think the plot in general, it gets let down by, I don't know, the, 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 the script maybe <clears throat> tried to do a little bit of Cohen-esque, tried to do a little bit of dark humor, tried to do a bit of yeah. South. And that's, you know, southern stuff and it's weird when when both it's both directed and written the script is written by the combros that they just get so toned up on this one yeah it's interesting yeah and i think we don't get to know the the the, the people in it enough like i think hanks um professor door miss munson garth pancake we kind of know them but That's we it. don't really, yeah, we don't know Marlon Wayans' character. We don't know the general. We don't know Lump because they, well, Marlon gets lines, but we still like, yeah, we know he has a memory of his mama as well, but yeah. that's about it. Um, acting, I think, I think Tom Hanks does a bad impersonation of Alec Guinness, even though he didn't see the movie. Yeah, he no, that's, that's the first thing I wrote it down uh, that, oh my God, this is a terrible impersonation of Alec and then read the fact, oh, he hadn't even seen Alec Guinness do this, so it's a terrible impersonation of a movie he hasn't seen. Uh, I, I think maybe it's a the Combrero's definition in the script to, to him was flawed. Yeah, or he's I just the wrong man. You know, his range. Yeah, he's not. A, he doesn't have an infinite <clears throat> range as an actor, I guess. No, you'd like to see somebody like, you know, in the original movie, Alec Guinness had greasy, floppy hair, you know, and had this sort of gaunt look to him. I'm trying to think of... Yeah, very Nosferatu, as I yeah. said earlier. Yeah. I think actually J.K. Simmons could have done a job with that role, with Professor Doors. Yeah, role. I agree. I think he would have been better at it. Don't just leave Tom Hanks out altogether. Um, yeah. And obviously get rid of uh, Marlon Wayans, <laughs> anybody else in it. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was a he was a higher of the age of the two thousand four yeah, yeah. era. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, let's see. So Tom Hanks, what's your what's your favorite Tom Hanks role anyway? Oh, that, that is a toughie. Saving Private Ryan's fantastic. Um, Toy Stories, baby. <laughs> um, I, I actually got to watch three Tom Hanks movies yesterday. Uh, because the kids insisted on watching two Toy Story movies back to back, um, but no, no obviously I, I think Saving Private Ryan, The Green Mile, he's fantastic in as well. Um, mm. There's so many to pick from is the problem. Yeah, I probably the first thing that comes to my mind is Philadelphia. I think that's oh, pretty okay, powerful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a happy movie, but um, no, no. Um, Irma P. Hall was a teacher for 27 years in Dallas. That was interesting to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, favorite J.K. Simmons role? You're probably Spider-Man, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every time, J.J.J. Give me a picture of Spider-Man. I just, I'm on the floor crying, you know, laughing. Love it. <laughs> <clears throat> Whiplash is a hell of a movie. Oh, it's yeah. just so intense. Marlon Wayans, what's your favorite <laughs> Marlon Wayans movie? This one. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, everything else is... Like, this is an okay movie. Everything else Marlon yeah. Wayans is in is just a steaming pile of dog poo. Yeah. Uh, T-Matt, who plays the general, I'll, I'll, I just remember him from 
President Lou and Veep, excellent part of the of the the plot in the last. Couple I've, of I've seasons, never I seen Veep. Oh, it's very admit. funny. Very funny. Um, Ryan Hurst, who played Lump, he actually, strangely enough, was in Remember the Titans, the American football movie. <laughs> That's quite apt then. Yeah, yeah, but I really just didn't like the way he portrayed this character. Yeah, it's a nothing character. <clears throat> it's the placeholder. Yeah. Um, everybody involved, I think, you know, it's an average movie. I give it 2.5 out of 5 for acting. I give it 2. Um, yeah. I, I felt bad doing it because I love J.K. Simmons and I love Tom Hanks. Tom, Tom Hanks actually lets this movie then. Um, yeah. And then having Marlon Wayans just takes a point off straight away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I just went for average. Um, yeah. I had two for a while, but then I added 0.5 just because. Uh, Sound Brackets track, like I like the gospel interludes, but that's about it. So I gave it 1.5 out of 5, I thought. It, I don't know. I wasn't immersed. Like, they felt like a lot of the gospel interludes. Yeah, it was Mrs. Miss Munson's church she went to, and it was quite nice to mm. hear it all. And a couple of times the gospel played when we saw external scenes, but... No, it's not as good as like you know the music in Fargo or in. Um... Yeah, yeah, it doesn't <clears throat> it doesn't bind it all together as strongly as yeah. say uh, Oh Brother Where Art. Oh my yeah, god, yeah, the music yeah, yeah. in that that Combers nailed it with that. This yeah. this in in that movie it's a character, another character, probably the biggest character in it. This not so much. No. I'm not saying the music is bad in any way, shape, or form. Um, it's just not important. No, definitely not. Uh, what would you give it then? Oh, I, I give it 2.5 because it's neither good nor bad. It's in the middle. I enjoyed a bit of music that was there, but it doesn't really add. Yeah. Um, Production-wise, it was actually supposed to be directed by Barry Sonnenfeld with just the script by the Coen brothers. Ah. Yeah, the Men in Black director. So, But Obviously, they went on. It was the Coen Brothers' first remake, and I don't think they remade, they've remade anything else since uh, then. I think perhaps they should not bother. Um, I think they learned their lesson. Yeah. Listen, I, 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 uh, to, re- to remake a classic that was highly regarded and to do such a shoddy job of it, that, yeah, they stick to their own scripts because they're very good at writing and directing their own stuff. Yeah. I think yeah. I think my my mind was made up today when I watched the clip of the fifty five one, and I connected more with that, you know, two minute clip from the fifty five movie than I did with See, the entirety I, I of this movie. I haven't unfortunately looked at it since, and I was kind of half wondering: was I being a bit harsh on this movie based on something I haven't seen in twenty years? But from what you're saying, maybe not so much. No, no. I gave the production two point five out of five, just because I think it's quite average. I, I had actually thought the production was pretty decent. I give it three out of five. It, it felt a bit Wes Anderson like at times, like the the, the use yeah. of color and the shots that were taken. Uh, yeah, a whole lot of pastel uh, going on. Um, yeah, especially the external shot of the mm. jail that was very Wes Anderson. Oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I thought was okay. I love when Wes Anderson's style, but one thing I'll say about these, like from the points I've given it, it oversells this movie. I I, I don't think this movie is as good as it's some of uh, those parts. To be honest, mm. it doesn't slot together. Even though there's some reasonably good components, 
it's not yeah. great. Um, no, it should no. have been better. <clears throat> yeah, it's not memorable at all, and it should be. Some movies will just leave alone. Do not remake them. Yeah. Um, William Arnold and the Seattle Post Intelligencer gave it twenty-five out of a hundred. Not only, not only have they stripped it of all its wit and charm, they've loaded it down with the kind of race baiting and bathroom humor they've always avoided in the past. That's actually a fair point. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not completely averse to t- uh, bathroom humor, but yeah, I get it. Like they, they made it a bit simplified. Yeah, and uh, the Portland Oregonian gave it ninety-one out of a hundred. Uh, they said, for a certain brand of film geek, the best news about the Lady Killers is that it isn't a Tom Hanks movie, it's a Coen Brothers movie. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, that's a, bit, that's a bit of a weird take on it. All right, so uh, let's um, blow up the tunnel and leave <laughs> the Lady Killers we'll down in the basement. Watch your head for pancakes. Yeah. All right, let's uh, roll the dice and see what we get uh, next episode. We've got movie 6,572. And that is Wild Canaries from 2015. It's got a user or a meta score of 67. It doesn't have a user score because it doesn't have as much uh, user ratings as Mm. of yet. We'll be the first people seeing it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It runs for an hour and 36 minutes. The uh, studio sort of synopsis is Madcap Murder Mystery meets Razor Sharp Relationship Comedy and this witty twist on a detective movie. Think Nancy Drew run amok in the present day Brooklyn. So uh, there's a lot more to it, but I'm not going to read their uh, marketing spiel. Uh, Jason Ritter, I think, is the only actor's name I kind of recognize on it. So um, yeah, we'll see. It's an hour and 36 minutes. Indie probably movie, obviously, with that sort of uh, description and cast. Uh, we'll see what happens. Could be okay. Uh, could be. We'll never know until we watch it. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay. All right. That's the end of episode 27 of 15K Plus Random Movie Reviews. Please like, keep on liking, commenting, reviewing, sharing, doing whatever you can to do to get our podcast out there. And we will see you on episode 28. Bye-bye. Cheerio. Bye.